上面。Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry, and today we're covering Minute 37 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest nudie booth minute ever. And we're joined by three fourths of the weird alphabet: David, hey, Daniel, hello, and even Andrew. The best for last. Yep. All right, guys. Well, hey. I appreciate you coming in all the way from uh, sunny Los Angeles and hanging in my garage with me. Sunny Los Angeles, California. Yes. Of course. Los, uh, Los Angeles. I, I have to say, I like have been so stoked about this, literally, when you <laughs> sent us the email being like, hey, do you want to uh, possibly do a Clerks Minute podcast? I was in the middle of doing a Kevin Smith marathon with a buddy of mine, so it was a very easy, hell fucking yes, this is amazing, and have not been able to stop talking about it since then. So uh, I'm excited. It's going to be good. I, I feel like you're just excited not to be on a PG uh, podcast anymore. Yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> bitches. Dicks and ass and dicks and ass. This mouth was <laughs> oh meant for God. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have the infamous minute 37, which is a big number for Kevin Smith. This minute begins with him whining about all the prices ending in nine and ends with not knowing if sorry is going to make up for it. Wait, real quick. When you say 37 is a big number for Kevin Smith, is there some connection with Kevin Smith and the number 37 that I'm not knowing about? Like, are all of his jerseys have the number 37 on them? Or Or did you just say that and we're reading too much into it? Yeah, You are not reading too much into it. Previously okay. on the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, approximately two weeks ago, is when he has the conversation with Veronica about how many dicks she sucked. 37! Oh, 37, in, oh. including Ray, or Dante. 36 yes. if you don't. You're yes, those numbers up. Those are amateur numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then we got into a huge discussion about things you should never, ever discuss with your significant other. Mm-hmm. It's how many dicks One of them she being, sucks. Yes, never, never, <laughs> never go down that line. You don't want to know. There is no, that conversation can't go good. Yeah, because the never. next time you make out with her, you're going to be tasting all of those dicks that have been in her mouth. 37 dicks worth of tasting. I'm starting yeah. to think you may be Dante. That's <laughs> more than Starburst. <laughs> but you can also taste the rainbow with that, too. Ah, yes. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, I just I get really excited about magic numbers after like we we spend all day looking for the number twenty seven hidden in every weird owl lyric we can. It's uh, now yeah. I kind of want to see if like Kevin Smith hides the number thirty seven in more places, unless it's just the the number of dicks. I well, think it's it shows just the number up, of dicks. Yes, yeah, it does start showing up in his movies after this. Oh. I mean, oh. in this one it's oh. organic. It's just it just so happened to be the number of dicks that Veronica sucked, or at least the amount in my opinion, that she was willing to tell her boyfriend. Oh. Because I still, I personally hold the theory that it was like three times that number. That is a that lot of dicks. Is that 37 so individual dicks, or is it just like sucking 37 dicks? At, like, I think it was am, 37 individuals. Yeah, I think oh, wow. that it's supposed to be, if he's number 37, that doesn't mean she only blew him once. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> And it, I mean, no, once, she, once you pop, the fun don't stop. You have to come well, back for more dicks. She never said that she she sucked thirty seven dicks. She said that she sucked off thirty seven guys. Oh, that. And, okay. But she only had sex with three of them. 
So she's yes, going by technicality in this point. Well, yeah, because she yeah. originally says to him that she's only slept with three people, and then she reveals later about the 37, which to me means that she was being intentionally a little vague on her sexual history. Yeah. Oh, so that, that's just all part of her, like, make-out routine. It's like, you know, you're making out, and then you just go down on him, because that's what you do when you make out with a guy. I feel like mm-hmm. every time I make out with Andrew, that's what happens. <laughs> I mean, it's just the David. Thing to you do. taste all thirty-seven yeah. dicks whenever we make out. <laughs> you got exact thirty-seven too. No, oh, mine's mine's more in the thousands. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, who's keeping track at this point? No, all right, so, game. Uh, for this minute, the question needs to be asked, and I'll ask our panel here: How much money yeah. does the average jizz mopper make? I was wondering that the entire time. It made me so upset because I was like, seriously, can you tell me? Because that that might not be a bad business. I mean, I've had shitty jobs that I probably made yeah. less for. I, I might be willing to take that. I, I, I Okay, so wait. First question, where uh, was Clerks recorded? Like, Jersey. where did they film it? Yeah, yeah they filmed it, it in New Jersey. Jersey. Okay, so it's in New Jersey. So you probably... Assume that during the time that it was being recorded, minimum wage was probably close to about seven dollars because oh, I'm oh, from Pennsylvania, wish. so I think it was more like five. Oh, it was like five bucks. Okay, so yeah. I would hope that Jizz Mopper at least makes like about mm, like five fifty. Okay, maybe six. But well, I don't says- think I don't think Randall would be talking about it if it was only like six bucks an hour. Like he's probably he, it sounds like he's impressed. Like it's got to be at least no, ten bucks an hour. Because he's he's impressed by what the the job calls for, not necessarily what they pay. He's probably uh, astonished by how little they're getting paid for doing something that no person uh, should ever have to lose their dignity to do. I mean, a mess is a mess, regardless of what the mess is. Uh, I don't know because, about that. I mean, <laughs> okay. So as we as we've talked about on our podcast, I have had the pleasure of cleaning up dead bodies, and I didn't get paid that much. Like it wasn't like huge, but like that's oh, a lot I of mean, stuff. That's what happens when you kill people. We've told you that before. <laughs> yeah, and, I, mean, I mean, some people do it tough. for free. Some people actually pay to kill people and then oh, clean it up. I thought you were saying they pay to mop up jizz. I was thinking you were saying that they pay to mop up jizz, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm going to actually throw out some facts because I did a little research. Dan's got oh some god. facts. Oh, my God. I'm okay, sorry. So I'm sorry, guys. A, I, I apologize. We just turned this into a weird alphabet yeah. episode. So this was, <laughs> there was a Vice article that came out where they were actually uh, <laughs> they were interviewing a, gar- a guy whose name is uh, Mike Hilliard, and they asked him uh, because he does one of these jobs, uh, and they asked him how much he gets paid, and his word He's for word. He's professional uh, dick mopper. I mean, jizz mopper. <laughs> jizz mopper. Yes. <laughs> A professional jizz mopper, his word-for-word uh, statement was, minimum wage, I'm afraid. You'd think it'd be $80 an hour, but it's all about supply and demand. If I quit right now, I don't know what I'd do, and I'd probably be replaced in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sobering comment on our uh, our uh, world economy. I also think that's a janitor that thinks a little highly of himself. <laughs> yeah. So like, in that case, 
Yeah, I, I think that's what uh, Randall is getting at, is that he is astonished that these people have to get paid so little when a uh, when a job demands so much, and you have to see things that no one should ever have to see. Yeah. Again, the mindset that I usually hold towards is that like a mess is a mess. Whenever when you get down to like brass tacks, like it, a mess is just mess. So like whether like I was cleaning up a dead body or I was cleaning up like a septic tank that exploded. Like, yeah. it's the same thing. You still have to wear a hazmat suit and don't get it on your skin. I'm going to have to disagree with you because when we when we got our dog adopted a couple months ago, I would so much rather clean up his poop than clean up his jizz. That was, that was really weird when he kept jizzing all over the apartment. That's so weird. Uh, there was a there was an episode of Dirty Jobs where Mike Rowe was um, <laughs> a jizz mopper. Oh yeah, no, it, was a, it was a septic tank uh, mopper or a septic mop well, a septic tank cleaner, and he was inside of a septic tank. It was like half full, and they're like up to their waist, and God knows what. And uh, he was talking to the guy, and he said, "What?" what job did you have before that made you want to do this? And he was like, oh, I was a counselor at a school. (laughs) And he's like, why did you leave that job to do this? He was like, I didn't want to deal with people's shit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we, have you guys already passed the guidance counselor minutes and clerk? It was last week. It was last week. The guidance counselor showed up. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. I feel like we're hijacking this. Continue, guys. <laughs> oh, there, there is no hijacking this. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is well, just is talking about whatever craziness comes to your mind. So I, I'll bring this up. So he talks about the, the thing with being a jizz mopper is that he works in a nudie booth. So yeah. this is two questions. One, do you feel like nudie booths are going away now with the internet? And two, have you ever been in a nudie booth? Yes and yes. Uh, <laughs> actually, sorry. No. no and yes. Okay. Well, so we have two different no opinions here. <laughs> maybe no and so, no i mean if you think I, about it like there's a lot of physical things that have actually taken a rise after the internet you know things like records or board games are getting a whole lot of like nostalgic growth even post-internet maybe because of the internet but i guess i wouldn't so, be too surprised if the live nudie booth experience is something that still exists so i'm gonna look at it i'm gonna relate it to newspapers in a way where it's like Newspapers, they've definitely declined in demand, but they're still around. They're still making newspapers for some odd reason. So in this case, like, yeah, there's a less of a demand for these nudie booths. Uh, but I still think they're going to, like, there's still going to be some around. It's not going to be, like, all over the place, but it's, it's maybe going like, to be, like, They're going to have to pump up their game. It's like uh, that one blockbuster in Texas that's never going to go away. Yes. Yeah. Well, so yeah, there's I, always going to be like video rental stores. There's so, still not too far from my house. There's still an erotic bookstore. Yeah, it's still open. Yeah. So oh. I guess just some people just love the written word. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for for my experience, um, we ha- we actually had quite a few in Pennsylvania back whenever I lived in PA. Uh, video rental stores or nudie booths? Everything. We okay. had my my dad would always make the joke when we drive drove past because it said live girls for the nudie yeah. booths and he was like dang it I just cannot find a place that has the dead girls. <laughs> um, 
but uh, I don't know if it counts as a nudie booth necessarily, but uh, we went to this awesome strip club. I've only ever been to a strip club once in my entire life, and it was with my sister, which makes it extra weird. Um, whoa, but... whoa, whoa. Yeah, you're going to have to explain yourself. <laughs> okay. So my sister's like, do you want to go out drinking? And I'm like, yeah, sure, that's Oh, fine. she didn't work there. Okay, I thought she no, worked there. No, she did not work there, thank God. But... I have to say that this strip club has completely ruined the strip club experience for me because no other strip club has ever been nearly as awesome as this strip club was because it wasn't – this is a, this is innovation, okay? This is the new level of strip clubbing mm-hmm. because uh, they knew that they were a dying market, so they went above and beyond. They they didn't just have girls come out and and be like sexy on poles or whatever because you can get that on the internet at home. No, no, no. They turned it into a Dave and Buster's where you had to bounce dollar bills off of girls' breasts and land it inside of a shot glass. And if you did, you won a free drink. And that That's was amazing. Awesome. Like most like- of the night. Oh, sorry, most of the night was uh like that it was like a carnival experience almost but with breasts and women um oh my god i didn't think strip clubs could get any sadder no it was super fun like i like i I don't know how else to describe it but the reason why this ties into nudie booth is because my sister's friend whose name is christian which i think is hilarious thought thought it would be hilarious to make me go into the back so they paid a stripper $300, I was told later on in the night, Oof. Uh, for me to go into the back and get a lap dance. And I was like, I don't want this. And she's like, I'm sorry, but like, he paid me $300, so I have to do something to you. And I'm like, please don't. And she's like, just talk about college. And I was like, okay. So I we, we had a very nice conversation about uh, the arts and acting while she grinded naked on my lap. I I have one problem with this story. Listen, if I paid $300 (laughs) to go into a room with a a lady. A lady of the night. Yes, I I don't want to say that I'm expecting a bit more, but I'm expecting a bit more. I didn't pay it. I asked her to please not do anything because I believe I was dating somebody at the time. And I was like, please, just like do your usual or like do nothing. But she says she couldn't do nothing. And I was like, and just like, let me like, let's just talk like, I mean, whatever. If if you're alone in the back room, she can totally do nothing. And like, right. She could have, but I guess like, I don't know. Yeah. But like, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not getting like, I'm not getting a hot beige from a stripper. That's the last thing I want in my life. I don't care how much. You don't want to be 3,870? Oh yeah. I wonder what her number is. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think we saw we see that woman in about uh, thirty seconds in uh, Randall's magazine. We do. <laughs> no, she was very nice. She was she was a stripper to pay for college. She was like, of course she was going she was. to business school. She was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> of course she was. Oh, young man. <laughs> so yes, I, I, yes, yes. Going back to the minute, I have to say uh, this might be my favorite of the. How many appearances does Scott Mosier have in this movie? Wrong guy. This is Walt Flanagan. Oh shoot! Yeah, this is, yeah, this is Walt Flanagan. He ah, has four. Oh, I did my research wrong. Four. Yeah, yeah. He has four. That's why yeah. we are All here. Right. 
to prove you wrong. <laughs> sorry. I'm he sorry, also I'm is apparently cleaning something up because he's buying like he's a jizz locker. You didn't catch that? Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! That he's makes got glass so cleaner and paper yeah. towels. Oh, yeah, holy like, crap! It's full circle. Yeah, he's offended because they're talking about him. About yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know Although, he's offended yet. That's the next minute. Well, I, I like to imagine that he's related to the, like, really sheltered kid in Clerks 2. <laughs> oh, uh, Elias? Yeah. <laughs> this could be his father. It's like 20 years later. Oh, my God. Are you guys going to do a Clerks 2 minute? Sorry, Dan, go. Yes, but it'll be about uh, four years from now, though. Yes. Because, so the the offended customer who comes in, uh, in the script, was actually supposed to be a female customer. And I'm guessing Kevin Smith just ran out of females to put in his movie. uh, She showed up and she refused to do it. Did she not know what the the part was before she showed up? Uh, I guess not. That's that's why Walt ends up in the movie so much. Whenever somebody would bail or not show up, he would end up doing the role. So in this scene, they combed his hair to look like Waldo. They gave him Kevin's glasses, and they <laughs> took the coat off somebody in the crew. Oh you know, that's that's kind of like how it is with Andrew and our podcast. Like, we just, everybody keeps bailing on us. So we have to just keep putting Andrew back in. <laughs> Here's true. another one. Now, the, the guy who plays... The defended customer, uh, Walter Flanagan. I looked into him, and he's actually still thriving today. Like, he's, oh. uh, yeah, he's in AMC's Comic Book Men. He's one of the main hosts. Uh, he also does a podcast himself called uh, Tell Him Steve Dave. Tell Him uh, Steve Dave's great, great podcast. Yep. Uh, he's on Comic Book Men. He also owns a comic book store as well. He um, owns the Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. Or yep. he doesn't own it, he runs it. Kevin yep. owns it. Uh, and then there, he's a comic book artist himself. Uh, he is, um, let's see. Was Dang, he I wish did the, was that uh, successful. Uh, Andrew wants to be that successful. Yes. I do. Uh, and he's the one who did the clown animation for View uh, Askew oh. logo. So yeah, he's the one who uh, made that whole uh, the animation yeah. at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I know. We had to talk about it for an entire minute. I, I figured, yeah. You, half-naked you guys... weird clown walking around for the first yeah. minute. Yeah, which uh, I know um, uh, Dante, what's his name? Um, the actor's name. Uh, Brian, Brian O'Halloran. Yeah. yeah, he later on did a movie uh, where he played a clown. So something about clowns uh, definitely appeals to him. Yeah. Uh, that was also, a really... if you want to meet Walt, if you go to the comic book store, he's there. Yeah. He works there. You can go in and just talk to him. Oh, but I awesome. will tell you this. He doesn't like people, so just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> where, I actually look up where his store is. Because if it's in Los it's Angeles, in Red, we... Like, no, oh, it's in Red Bank, New Jersey. It's like an oh, hour from here. it would be. Okay, yeah. well, that's an hour from you. Not for us. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We're in his garage right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right now. Garage. We might mm-hmm. check it out while we're at here. our uh, our recording studio. Yeah, do you do you yeah. have a big sign on your garage door that says I assure you we're recording? <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's a sign here that says warning, but I stole it from somewhere, so that's something else. Fair well, enough. I'm sure, you, I'm you think sure I can get into the recording studio? Oh, oh, oh look at this. Uh, this oh, my my oh, co-host has finally arrived. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, it seems hey. like this episode is over now, so uh, let's Yeah, go. Chris, thanks for showing up. We're just wrapping yeah. up the episode. Hey, <laughs> Good job. 
I think I heard your phone go off a couple of times, Chris. You probably did. I was li- I was listening in for like the last ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he was next door in the nudie booth. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little busy. Everything come out all right? I was I was popping. popping? Yeah, I was popping. <laughs> So, so if the jizz mopper was originally supposed to be played by a woman, like that's got to be the weirdest thing. Like I, I work at a strip club, but they don't put me on stage. They, they make me mop the jizz. I mean, money, money. That's true. Yeah, she, she's too classy to to be on stage. I mean, Uh, that's true. That's true. She's only, she's only paying for a community college. There you go. (laughs) Is that why Walt has a woman's jacket on? It looks like he's got a woman's peacoat on when he walks up. Yeah, he does. They say whose it is. I think it was a guy's jacket. It was, it was the nineties, Chris. What do you want from this? It's true. It's true. (laughs) Look how thin Kevin Smith was back in the day. Oh yeah, he really, I think it's, I think Mulrass is when he really bulks up. He puts like another 50 pounds on. Yeah, for the role. For the role. And then he just left it. He was in training. He was doing some (laughs) Robert De Niro stuff. Hey, Chris, now that you're here, do you have any quick comments on the minute before we wrap it up? Oh, I... I, Um, no. Jizz moppers. Can I say one more thing? (sighs) uh, Go ahead. That that price tag machine at the beginning, I definitely have had many days where I did the exact same thing. I have definitely 100% completely covered my hands in those stupid price tags at some boring <laughs> morning. Actually, did you guys cover why everything ends in nine? But it doesn't uh, end in nine. Look at all nothing, the prices yeah, behind not, all right, the cigarettes in the back are nine five. But yeah. the reason why they, they make uh, it end in nine is because um, we read from left to right, and the first number is the one that resonates the most. Yes. And also they say they want it, everything ends in nine or eight because they want you to register a sale every time so they can catch you if you're stealing. Oh. Look at that. Showing up late and he's got facts. See that? Coming in with facts. (laughs) Coming in hot. All right. (laughs) I had to show up with something. (laughs) Now I'm only going to dock half your pay for this. (laughs) Half or nothing. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's almost as much as a jizz mopper makes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So does anyone have anything else? Anybody that showed up with notes have anything else? <laughs> I, I do, but I'm going to save it for next episode, I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything else. All right, so how about one of you tells everybody where they can find your podcast? Uh, yeah. I'll go ahead and start. You can uh, find us at pipedreampodcasts.com. Uh, go find The Weird Alphabet, where we talk about every Weird Al song in alphabetical order. And we got an assload of social media out there as well. You'll find us. We're cool. I keep forgetting uh, I'm allowed find, to swear. Yeah. <laughs> you can also find us. We're not as cool. We're at the Burbs Minute, or you can go over to Dueling Genre to find Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Uh, they have a bunch of other Movies by Minutes podcasts over there. A little Spider-Man Minute, Lord of the Rings, Ferris Bueller, uh, Toy Story. Chris, am I forgetting any? Teenage Mutant Ninja Back Turtles. The, I saw go. there was a Cornetto uh, uh, <laughs> Minute podcast. Ooh, that is, yeah, they they just started that up. They just I think they're still doing episodes of Space. Yeah, that's what they're doing right Before now. they get going. Before they start Damn, the they movies proper. Hey, beat nothing. I'm on that network. <laughs> where is... I just had... Where he is, was just our guest two weeks ago. Where is the room minute? I don't know that there is one. There should be. Uh, Andrew, I think we found your next calling. There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> I could rock I mean, that. At least... It's not out, anyway. I don't know if somebody has... If it's on a spreadsheet somewhere where somebody's got dibs on it, but apparently that doesn't matter anymore. So anyway, <laughs> moving along, 
Uh, <laughs> yes. So if you want to see where all the other Movies by Minutes are, go to moviesbyminutes.com. And uh, seeing uh, nothing else on the floor, we're going to head out of here because we're not even supposed to be here today. We're not even supposed to be here today. Not even supposed to be here today. Is this the part where we get shot by somebody? I mean, no. we're not even supposed to be here today. I'm